<laughs> Harry, you're on. Let's go. We're in. We're, we're in. We're live. Amazing. My lips like quivering at one point. <laughs> this is uh, episode seven of the Strength Ratio podcast. And uh, the intro, uh, if you're not familiar, was the Harry Potter uh, theme song or Harry Potter or at intro. Least close to it. Uh, which is fitting because it comes from uh, one of our athletes from the UK. We actually have two here. Uh, they go together. They're boyfriend, girlfriend, and one from Canada as well. So we have Harrison and Grace and Natalie in for a mini training camp. With the Open coming about, we were all able to get them in here at the same time. Uh, Neither Sobo nor Becca are here, but Kyle and I are here as usual. And we're going to introduce these three, talk about their training histories, uh, what went right, what had gone wrong, what led them to starting with us, and where things, uh, or where things are going uh, from here. So uh, without further ado, we'll introduce Harrison first. And uh, Harrison, why don't you give us uh, a little background on where you're from and who you are. Okay, so I'm from the UK. Yeah, my name's Harrison, just like you said. Um, and, so this is a Harrison's first podcast. Yeah, it's my first podcast. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so how I got introduced to you guys was through Strength Ratio on the Instagram. Um, and it was, for me, I was struggling with an injury at the time. I was sort of going around in circles with my hip injury that I had from, it was just a snowball accident, just had a bad fall. Um, nothing through CrossFit, but I was still, I was training CrossFit at the time. Uh, and I was just following like one of those, I was following the training plan, um, and trying to do that and resolve a hip injury at the same time, just following that sort of generic program of not generic program, I shouldn't say that, but like that more like specialized competitive program and just trying to follow that with an injury. I wasn't getting anywhere. I was going around in circles and I just decided that I need to do something about it. And then, yeah, I found out about you guys and it really will change from there. So it from there I started working with you and rehabbing the injury which was kind of my, my main thing like to start off with I was like right I'll just get myself fixed and then I'll get back to more competitive CrossFit and probably back on the training plan something like that that's that's how I kind of imagined it going bear in mind this was nearly a year and a half ago now and we started doing more and the hips started feeling better and I started feeling like I was a bit stronger generally like everything all the stuff I wanted to be and yeah, it just got better as we went along. And, and, I, and then it got to like six months down the line, my hip wasn't giving me any problems anymore. And I sort of, and I was PBing on my lifts or at least moving it all in the right direction. Um, and I thought, okay, there's not really any need to hop programs now. I might as well just keep rolling with this. Uh, and the more I did it, the more, kind of the better I got. And that was a big change because from following a program where I was doing it twice a day, to to what it is now which is five times a week 90 minutes typically for a session it's yeah it's, it's very different so i don't want to waffle too much no no no, no. Uh, i think because you you uh hadn't where you we weren't even or at least you weren't thinking about the open mm-hmm. and i remember i i asked about it yeah and it kind of caught you off guard because yeah. it started in august exactly yeah Sorry. and then that uh um the open picks up in February. Exactly. Yeah. So when 
Because you, 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 I just had surgery on my hip before we'd done stuff together, yeah. and I wasn't sure if I was going to. Realistically, I wasn't sure if I was going to get through the open. And you were kind of like, "Look, have you thought about, you know, what do you think about it?" And I was like, "Well, okay, if I, I would just quite like to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. No intentions of being like super competitive, but just kind of like get through it without any pain." Um, and and then we did the first workout, and I did better than I thought I was going to do. Uh, just, just like for the leaderboard and, and with the team as well, um, did better than I expected. And then, and then as the weeks went by, it just kind of got better and better. And my scores got, and I was kind of got more confidence throughout the open and probably better workouts for me. Admittedly, my scores just got better and better as they went through and my hip was feeling good. And I, I wasn't, ha- I wasn't, you know, having problems with pain and, and, uh, yeah. And it just went really well. Like it, and, uh, well enough that we ended up qualifying for regionals as a team. Not, you know, not because of my scores, but maybe a few of them might have helped a little bit. So yeah, and which was really cool. Ultimately, and, ultimately uh, placing uh, at regionals yeah. in the top ten, you placed yeah, exactly. Yeah, we placed ninth at regionals, yeah. and yeah, and, and like, and by the time regionals came around, I was feeling even stronger, more confidence. You know, and and to, to like a few months <laughs> before the open, questioning whether I could do a thruster without being in pain. Mm-hmm. So then competing at regionals and doing all that sort of stuff, it was. Um, yeah, it was great. Like I really couldn't ask for any more than that. So, and, and to echo things that we've explained in other podcasts that kind of coincide with our major training philosophies, would you say the only differences in terms of, or, or I should say, major differences in programs was perhaps more uh, carefully monitoring your intensities and volumes, or did we do anything radically different with exercise selection? Um, or I'd say there was a lot of differences for me. Yeah, like for me, there was a, uh, it was, okay, so the first thing is that individuals have been able to talk to you uh, about, you know, what was going on with me. That was, that was really important. And being able to, you know, when, as things came up and you're feeling good, feeling bad, like good days, bad days, um, and being able to monitor the exercises, particularly for my hip, that was, that was really important. And then just generally just the whole training just being completely different to anything I'd done before. <laughs> like, it's not like I, I wasn't doing wads every day, 21, 59, like I had been done before. You know, there was like a, a structured strength cycle with the workouts being a lot more sensible and a lot more manageable. And it looked a lot different than a, a typical CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really was. And, and 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 that's why I've kind of like like recommending it to people. Like, like oh, yeah. and they and they see me doing okay. For instance, like we kind of joked about this earlier. It was like <laughs> me doing um like frog pumps and like side clamps and stuff like that while while people were doing you know yeah, thrusters yeah. and like double unders and stuff like that next to me. And they're like, what is this guy doing? I'm doing my like crab walks across the gym, but um but like, I needed it. Like that that was that was the difference. Because if I'd have just been doing thrusters and double like all the rest of it, it would it would have been too much. Like I couldn't have. I know that wouldn't have been the right thing for me yeah. at the time. Well, I couldn't recognize that, but now I can. <laughs> so we, we always talk about how a good example of that is like people, right, when they come back for injury, they're like, oh, I'll just see where I'm at and I'll try to go for like, yeah. Yeah. like a new like heavy single or a PR. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And, and yeah, and like <laughs> even, yeah, there's just a lot of things. And like even like little things where it's like, oh, my hip was a bit sore and just being like, oh, I just kept like fidgeting with it and kept moving it and kept like kind of playing around with it. And then, and then with like Zach being like, just kind of like leave it alone. Just always click it. Yeah, I always used to click it and clunk it. Uh, yeah. So like always like test it. Like, yeah. well, where is it? Oh, no, it is sore. still sore there. I remember that conversation. I said, well, you know, maybe and like it hurts when it clicks. Yeah, and it's fine. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, but, but no, it sounds stupid. That, that, it sounds stupid. But no, you like I haven't had that type of like hip impingement myself. Yeah. You 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 get nervous and it kind of becomes this like. Uh, he used to click it. 
yeah. the time. Yeah, because so yeah, like, the injury was like I did have quite invasive surgery and yeah. I like had had probably I don't know like a good six months or so where I wasn't even doing squatting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, six weeks of not putting any weight on it, like just yeah. on crutches and stuff. But some so. things you did try. You tried to squat and stuff. Yeah, sometimes I might try a few squats. But <laughs> but yeah, like and then I would just like constantly be on it and like clicking it in bed and moving it and fidgeting around and like, I remember we had that conversation and and it, that really did help, like just just leaving it alone a little bit and just kind of letting it, like leaving it to be and let the body heal and just not yeah. constantly trying to. Right, and knowing that it, it would get better, yeah. Like exactly. As long yeah, as our training yeah. smart, that yeah, and it, and it did. Like, after a couple weeks, like, oh, actually, I haven't clicked it in a while, and it, and it does feel a lot better. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's kind of my that's my journey. And and having um, spent this time with Harrison and kind of predating regionals, I was aware. Of Grace's existence, yes. uh, Grace is Harrison's girlfriend, and uh, Grace was not only on the regional team that Harrison was on, that placed ninth in the Meridian Regional, but uh, Grace also uh, had spent time prior to that regional year uh, in both CrossFit and weightlifting, and was aware of her this whole time, and recognized her abilities as an athlete, and am now fortunate enough to work with her. So I'll, I'll let Grace just open it up a little bit. Uh, Grace, you want to just introduce yourself? Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm Grace. I started CrossFit. Pro- before, prior to that, I had a gymnastics background, and then a kind of gap where I did nothing. And then I started CrossFit when I was 19, so like in the start of 2014, and loved, like fell in love with it. And for me, just straight away, as soon as I loved it, it was like more is more, mm-hmm. like more is more is more. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, how can I get better? I'll just keep doing more. And it kind of worked at the start. <laughs> and then the start of 2015 was when I first had knee pain. So like a year into CrossFit pretty much is where, when I first had a day where I was like, oh, today my knee's hurt. That will probably be gone in a, a day or two. Uh, and then 2015 opened, I kind of surprised everyone and ended up going on a team to regionals. And that was my first regionals. And then in that same year, through this kind of weird process, I ended up being selected to kind of be part of the British weightlifting trial team uh, and just switching over to weightlifting as well, which was a weird kind of thing because I did that just before regionals and then still went and did regionals. Um, And during this time, the knee pain just got worse and worse and worse. And that was kind of just, uh, so when I switched to weightlifting, obviously the amount of weights I was doing, like the amount of squatting with weight I was doing, that then increased even more. Um, And the knee pain got worse and I did some rehab and kind of got better and then it got worse again, better and worse again. And then, I actually wasn't enjoying weightlifting anymore, um, mainly because of the the knee pain and the the repetitiveness, like it being so much of the same week in and week out. I really enjoyed the variation of CrossFit. So anyway, I decided to leave and go back to CrossFit. Knee started feeling a bit better from doing less of the weights. And then I kind of was like, oh, more is more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So then I started with a few different um, – CrossFit style programs, which were very much like wadding every day, lifting every day, and the knees started to get worse again. And around the 2017 Open, um, they got worse again. We got the team to regionals, and in the prep for regionals, I was really struggling again. And I, th- at this point, it was basically been, well, 
over two years of knee pain on and off. There had been times where it wasn't so bad, but pretty consistently having problems can, there. Can I just jump in a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point that I'd like kind of recognized the fact that Grace was having these problems and was slowly like trying to suggest the fact that maybe doing like kind of moving to my the, what stuff we were doing would yeah. would be would be a good idea and grace at the start was like very hesitant about that because i was like no because she seen me doing my like my uh like bear, i was like i was like i was basically like it's not crossfit i like doing crossfit <laughs> and also like, <laughs> i like being in pain let's go yeah, yeah. She saw that, uh, i really like, enjoy my knee pain i was kind of like defending her like oh like defending it and being like look well you know i improved my lips and like you know what times are getting better and all the rest of it and she was a little you were a little bit like um oh no it's like it's that i think it works for you like you're yeah <laughs> you're just like you know that's just I, an exception yeah. i think most people should just be doing crossfit to get better at crossfit yeah i was very much like that i i was really like mm, i don't think it's for me i don't think i need an individualized program i think especially because for me my weakness has always been more the open style workouts like the engine not mm. the lifting and not the skill and not kind of the pieces of the puzzle, just putting them all together and doing it fast. So I've always kind of, and people have always told me like, oh, you just need to do more CrossFit to be better at CrossFit. Because you're good at the things, but sometimes you're not good at putting it all together. So that's kind of what I thought. That's what I've been told. And that's what I thought. And yeah, I was like to Harry, I was like, mm, I think it, like, it works for you. It probably wouldn't work for me. Probably not not for me. Like, glad you're having a, a healthy skepticism. <laughs> yeah. And, and as well, like, um, I was like, oh, I'm not sure I want to pay. Like, yeah. I can I can get this generic program for free because at the time I was following comp train. And I was like, I'd, but then with the knee pain, I was having to change so much of the generic program that yeah. it was like turning into a whole different program because I couldn't squat two days in a row mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, that's what the point where you were I, like, So I was off, basically like, yeah. making my own program and some of my weakest movements were really getting neglected because of that. Um, So things like squat cleans and thrusters because they were causing me additional pain or setting me back they're some of my worst movements and they were just getting like pushed aside like well oh, i just won't do those ones uh -huh. um so then i'm just getting worse on my weaknesses which is kind of the opposite of what you want so anyway in the like week building up to regionals obviously i was kind of like okay well basically at regionals i'm gonna ignore my knee pain if it gets worse it gets worse i'll deal with it afterwards um because solid approach yeah. well yeah. I was I was sensible in the build up to it, yeah. in the training to it, but I was like for that that those three, four days, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. I just had to ignore it. Pain is pain, like mm -hmm. it's and and as well, because it's tendonitis, it it's not like a the pain is bad when it's there, but it's not actually making it worse, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's just setting me mm -hmm. back. So it's gonna take longer for me to get back to pain free. But I was like, okay, and after that, I'm gonna get some individualized programming. I'm going to mm. get some help, sort out my knees. But, and um, I was very much the same. I was like, I'll do it for three months. Three months. I'll try it for three months, no matter what. And that was kind of what I was saying. It's like, it's like look, you've got to give it a chance. Like, if yeah. you're a month, it's not enough. There's got to be like a period where yeah. it's like enough to, for some sort of change. And you recognize that. You're yeah, like, I, I did recognize that. I was like, there's no point me doing it for a week being like, I don't like this. Because you know that. So I was like, yeah. I'll do three months. That'll give me a gauge of whether I like it. And then if my knees are feeling better, I can just jump back onto like, comp train or whatever I'm doing or whoever I'm training with. Um, and I did struggle at the start. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, when I so got different. when yeah. I got my first week of programming, I cried. Yeah, yeah, she did. She genuinely did cry. I, I saw it and I <laughs> Is cried. This one day or uh... no, no. I got the first week, um, and I looked at it and I cried because I thought that's not enough. 
It's not enough volume. I'm not going to be doing enough. I'm going to be getting worse. But I'd said that I was going to sit with it for three months. So I was <laughs> so like, exactly, you made that kind of So I like sucked up right, and I started doing it. And it, to start with, it was, I, I struggled because it was a lot less in terms of volume that I was doing. But within like the first month, my knees were feeling a lot better. And then within the next month or so, then we got back into kind of introducing more and more back in. And it was kind of like stage by stage. And well, now I've been, what, six, seven months? Mm-hmm. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Uh, my knees are like completely pain free. And now we're back to a point where everything's getting better. Like I've PR'd some of my lifts, I've PR'd um, some of my like benchmark ward times. And I'm not like warding every day. But the main thing for me as well is when I was warding every day, it was um, sometimes like mentally it's more draining than you think yeah. because sometimes you're like, oh, like not really feel, I'll just, I'll go through the motions. Try to today. ramp up. I'll go through yeah. the motions. It's like you've got like four workouts that day and you're like, oh, I'll just kind of plod through. So you're not getting that right stimulus. Whereas now when I get my like ward of the re- week, like my CrossFit yeah. ward, I can probably get what, two a week mm-hmm. that are like, more Real like traditional, class, yeah, like, yeah. traditional style CrossFit, style. not like your You're doing other conditions, not your like low yeah. intensity steady state, not your just intervals like CrossFit. I'm like excited. And it's yeah. like, oh, what can I get? How fast can and I go? Count, you know, and I want to make it count because it's like a treat. It's not like a chore. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's um, a good quote right there. I, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm happy with. And now I'm back to a point where it's like, oh yeah, this training's hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's tough. Yeah. Which yeah. is what it's I like. While, yeah, it, it has taken a while to build up, but that's because I was in pain before. So exactly, yeah. before yeah. I always tried to dive in too soon and I didn't have anyone to rein me back in because even, even I was just being my worst, my yeah. own worst enemy. Anytime my knees felt better, I was like, they're better. Uh-huh. When am I squawking that? It was easy to see like your lifts. It'd be like, oh, you're just, you're just not, you just need to squat more. That was always the answer for you. Yeah. It, it was like, oh, you're such a, you know, because you, you grind out those heavy, out the hole, out mm-hmm. the heavy clean, yeah. and it'd be like, oh, it's clear, you just need to squat more. Yep. But for Grace, it was, wasn't the case of that because you had knee pain. So it wasn't, every answer, time I the went on, it wasn't just to do more squats because that would yeah. just then hurt so, her knees more. And then she was like yeah. in this weird yeah. kind of. That was everyone's answer. Everyone before I came to you guys, the answer was, oh, you want to be a better weightlifter? You need to squat more. But then I squat more and I get injured. For me, it just wasn't something about my anatomy or like something did not agree with that process. And it's funny because I basically took a little bit of time out of weightlifting comps. I did some of the, the big ones because just to kind of keep on the scene. But actually now that I'm like pain free again, I'm loving it again. Like I'm looking more into a future of weightlifting. Whereas before it was, yeah. I didn't see any longevity in it. I no, thought I probably yeah. got another year yeah. and then I'll have to wrap that up completely. Whereas now... I'm like signing up for more of the local comps just because I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying being on the platform. And even when I go to the comps now, everyone kind of says to me like, oh, like you're, you're back into weightlifting. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I never left, but yeah, I'm back. And they, yeah, your, your lifts are the best they've ever been. Yeah, the, my lifts and my competition lifts are the best yeah. they've ever been. And, you, like, and those lifts are, mm. you know, like national standard. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you mentioned that, but mm. like those comps you're talking about yeah. are like the British, the English. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just like it's the American Open. Yeah, national. it's like a high standard. Yeah. 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 Ultimately, uh, training for real championships. So, I mean, well, as maybe a, one, maybe one day. I but think yeah, so, I mean, years, setting, yeah, setting yeah, the bar in, in like long term. Yeah, because we, we've explained at least in our experience that when we see people's uh, kind of injury profile, either they seem to have neglected a particular area and it's just weak, and then when the sport demands that it's there, it's not. 
or something's weak and they work on it so much that overuse. So there's like this underuse, overuse spectrum, it seems, um, where, you know, it it helps to have another person rein you back in and uh, adjust the the volumes appropriately. For me, I I needed that a lot more than I thought I needed that. Definitely. Uh, Having having a coach where they can be like, look, it just takes time. You know, it's just, it's going to take, it might take a year, but, and having someone as well to just yeah bring me in so So, because i used to i mean like yeah i I used to just go like two weeks or three weeks without like a day off um and just like just do jump in with anyone doing anything and then wonder why i have a week where i can like barely move and i just not because i'm physically sore but because i'm just like all my energy's gone and i'm just Mm. mentally drained and i can't do anything i just want to cry so and, and and the way that <laughs> the way that we've organized uh, training with with these guys in town is that we have some individual areas that we want to hit for uh, each athlete. And, and Grace has come in. Though Grace and Harrison will be here for another week, but Grace, you came in with a little bit of a cold and more than a little bit, than a little bit of a cold. <laughs> but um, so like we 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 want to <laughs> we're, we're easing Grace in, but. Um, She's, she's feeling better and we're ramping things up. But an approach that we've taken while they've been here is to uh, really communicate, see if there are any things that we can hone in on that we might have been uh, missing with the distance uh, communication and um, kind of go by feel. Follow an outline, but go by feel. And even today after, so you guys, we've, our first training session was on uh, Tuesday. Uh, right? Monday, Monday. 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 Okay, so Monday. I didn't do much. I was in the corner, like, yeah. My tissues. Yeah. Even, so, like, you know, Monday, so we train Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And then we we have a, a kind of friendly in house competition tomorrow. But, you know, by the time we Friday rolls around, these guys are communicating to us. So, after their strength training, like we're, we're totally good today without uh, cardio in, in any form, really. Like it was low intensity, mild intensity. Whereas like, no intensity. When you, when you kind of have these uh, honest reflections of kind of how the body's feeling versus looking at a program that demands that high intensity of time, I think that kind of speaks to how it's almost impossible to <coughs> push the intensity envelope all the time. Yeah. Um, and I, we think that's kind of where CrossFitters fall into the biggest trap. Well, that, well, I think that's the image that is kind of like put out there a little bit is that yeah. you just need to be doing more wads and you just need to be on it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it's not, that isn't realistic. Well, it isn't for me anyway. I don't know. It might no. be for some other people, but I know from like, for me, think- it's just not, it's just not possible. I, I can't quite do that. Like I do need a bit of time yeah. to just. I think the thing for me as well now, I, I do look at it a little bit differently now in that, Yes, I do want to be competitive right now, but I still want to be doing this for years. Huge. Like years and years and years. And at the moment, the program I'm at at the moment, I'm getting better and I I feel like I could do this for years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas all the other programs I've followed before, they've (laughs) they've been... Do this up to a But in in just time commitment alone. Yeah. Like I'm fortunate enough that I work quite a flexible job, but I was fully aware like, oh, if my job changes, I can't, like won't be able to do this. Yeah. I won't be able to. And I, and I thought that would mean I won't be able to be competitive anymore. Yeah. As soon as that would that situation changes, but now I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I. That's probably the best thing that we could hear. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, 
because who knows what that'll open up down the road mm. uh, with just these tiny uh, improvements over time. And, and, you know, sometimes while they are tiny, if they are consistent, you look back over a year and you think, wow, like, so, you know, you'd hit that 100 kg squat clean PR, it's been a, a two-year goal and kind of accumulate these these PBs, uh, just one kilo at a time, not, uh, you know, 20, th- 20, 30 pounds at a time, but just oh, uh, <laughs> incremental progress um, and, and some really cool things. Uh, start to happen. Uh, so we'll we'll keep moving along. Um, we also have Natalie here from Canada. Natalie is coached by Kyle. And Natalie, if you want to introduce yourself. All right. Yeah, I'm Natalie. I'll try not to tell too long a story because as these guys learned this week, I can tell a very long story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I used to be on the Canadian snowboard team. So that's what I did for a long time. So I was used to kind of like training all day and that kind of being my life. And then after that, I got early into CrossFit, I guess the end of 2014, which was my last full year competing in snowboarding. And I mean, like with snowboarding, I had tons of injuries, like lots of things that affected my day-to-day life and pain. Like I would say I've probably been in pain since I was like 15 with different things. (laughs) It's very inherent in the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's tons of injuries. It's big crashes. Right. So like I was always aware that strength training and, and stuff like that is going to help me with my like performance. So I was always, um, at least getting strong to make sure I didn't tear my ACL or things like that. But there's always like injuries where, you know, you break your ribs or your foot or different bones. And you're falling things. from 20 feet in the air. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 20 feet. That's like a really small <laughs> jump. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like when you're falling from 100 feet in the air, yeah. oh, you're lucky you don't die. Yeah. Oh, you may have to do relax and sound like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terry just hurt his head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like I was used to like really pushing, pushing really hard and then, you know, maybe, um, you know, getting burnt out and then pushing really hard, getting burnt out and having injuries, things like that. So when I kind of started CrossFit, it was like, okay, like let's like, this is like my next avenue to be competitive in something. Uh, I still want to be an athlete. Um, go hard at this, but since the start, I had shoulder issues. So I've done both my AC joints, um, one snowboarding, one like a, a different accident, and I just always had kind of bad posture and different things. So um, my overhead was really limiting. And since I started, I remember like the first month I did CrossFit, I couldn't really do anything overhead. Um, then I would do something overhead and it wouldn't be great. And I would feel pain and, um, you know, like I'd have some progress for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden it was like, I would have terrible pain. I'd be like crying. And then I'd have to take like another one or two months off and then go back and, and take some time off. And so I was kind of dealing with that whole like CrossFit shoulder, shoulder impingement syndrome for a long time. I couldn't do thrusters without like really bad pain in my shoulders. Um, like if I ever did thrusters and I didn't have pain or like an extreme amount of pain, it was like a big win. I thought that was normal. Like I thought that anything overhead was just like. It's going to hurt. It just hurt. And it was like yeah. supposed to hurt. Yeah. Like, we, were, we were talking about this earlier. It's like, if you've got tight shoulders and then you come into CrossFit, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, you're going to find this hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's not going to be a good time. Yeah. You're yeah. going to struggle a little bit with this. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. So like it, it was, yeah, it wasn't fun. And then, uh, I guess 2016, I've been training pretty hard, uh, going into, into the open and then I ended up getting sick. So actually, I think I've been following calm train maybe before that and like, um, just gym stuff and, and training with friends and whatnot, but it was always more is better for sure. Because I, I like spending, like, I, I do really enjoy like spending my day at the gym. Yeah, spending yeah, time there, right? That is- 
So like it's, it's fun. So you, you work out with your friends, but sometimes you're just, yeah, you're training a lot um and not maybe recovering enough or just the intensity is too high you don't have a good balance of of working on all your weaknesses and and everything you're just like wad 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 and (laughs) yeah so i ended up i got sick and i was like sick for like six months and then that fall i felt like weaker than when i first started crossfit because i kind of came into crossfit pretty strong so i never really got to work on as much technique as i think um a lot of people who come in without like certain strength numbers do get to and, um, so I guess like, just because I was in that position, I felt like I was starting over. I was like, I want something, something to change, something to get back to the level I'm at and, and get back competitive. And so I ended up hearing, uh, about strength ratio on a podcast. I reached out and I got matched up with Kyle and we started doing just like some accessory work stuff that like went with my other program. And I started following this other, um, training program, like, like a very like CrossFit generic um program and I did that for about six months leading into this this year's open and I got definitely better and I I really like my shoulders started feeling better but I still had things where I felt like I saw that like a lot of the benefit in what they were doing for my shoulders and things that I never thought before like it was actually like high pulls where I was like I like I literally would just rest my shoulders completely because people would you know people at the gym they tell me either completely rest your shoulders or you need to be doing more overhead stuff and I was like but I can't it's in pain like I feel like I'm building bad like movement patterns and things like this and um so i so i yeah like i my shoulders started getting better but i realized the benefit eventually of like if i fully committed to this and like made sure i did that before the rest of my other stuff that i could even have more improvement with with the pain that i was having so um yeah after doing wads and wads and and just having a personality where i would get burnt out if i'm just doing wads and wads over and over and feeling like can i really do this for like a year two years and and you know having kind of like big goals where where i want to be as an athlete it's like will i get there and then like be really unhappy and like want to quit like you know and it's like no i want to be able to like keep doing this and not be in pain and and things like that so this summer i was like hey kyle like you want to do all my programming list overseas like i still do my my gym's uh class programming and like i'm gonna be doing more more stuff like that and training with like great athletes at my gym which i think is important as well but um i understand like i have these individual weaknesses and and movement issues and different things that as long term like i know you know maybe i could do tons of wads and be really good at this year's open but am i gonna feel burnt out afterwards and not be able to kind of sustain that Mm. progress Mm. long-term. And if my goal is long-term, you know, a goal that's like maybe three years away or things like that um, at a higher level, um, is it good to just like try to peak now and then, you know, then be out again Mm. for a few months and then it's, it's, it's not really sustainable. Mm. So I think, um, yeah, now I'm in a really good position where like today I hit a 25 pound PR on my journey. We were just talking about like, oh yeah, small increments. Yeah, small increments. Well, I know the podcast listeners can't see, but if you saw my jerk before, you would yeah. understand. Well, like, your push press was the same. My push as press was the same as my, so as that, my jerk. So. That was it. That, well, yeah. that's a good example of like you said, you were strong when you came in. So I was strong when I came in, but the tech, yeah, yeah. Left, the, left the technique behind for sure. So I think that's, that's a good match. And I know it's like sometimes I get people who ask me, Nat, like you're already really strong. Why are you working on strength? But I know for where I want to go, it's like, yeah, in, in comparison, yes, I like, I have a lot of conditioning to work on and we're still working tons on my conditioning yeah. and, and I've made like really significant improvements there. Um, but, but we also take so long that you can't strength takes so long that yeah. you can't neglect it for so long. Yeah. yeah. And if like, you want to prevent injuries, because when you're doing like, it's like, sure, I can row every day and do things like that and not get injured. And we do, we do do a lot of like yeah. single modality, but if yeah. you want to do CrossFit wads, 
like the repetitive motions, if you're not working on those strength and accessory movements, you're going to yeah. get injured doing those repetitive motions over and over, even though they're so light, like wall balls are so light, but you're not working on yeah. glute strength. Yeah, your lower back is going to blow out a lot. You're going to yeah. have... If you go into like doing, do Karen and you've not done yeah. any wall ball practice, then you're going to struggle. But yeah. like if you've done, you're still doing you're those movements. Technique is yeah. Good. yeah. You're going to, yeah, you're not going to have such a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it's been good. And we've been working on a lot of technique and different things. And I think, um, yeah, it's important not to neglect any part and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm strong enough. So I need this to catch up. But then it's all of a sudden when, you know, this surpasses my strength. And I'm like, but I still want to go, you know, I want to be an individual regional competitor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I still need to get stronger for that. It's like, it's going to take time. And I don't, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't have uh, 30 years. So, <laughs> But no, but we, 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 things take time. And I think it's, it's been really good. I feel like just like how Grace said that we can do this every day. And, um, you know, I have so much fun training and I want to keep doing mm. training every day. And I don't, I don't like when I have to take time off. Like yeah, I get yeah. really antsy sitting at home with an injury oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. And since we've all so, had injuries, you know what it's like. like if, yeah, you, if, yeah. you, if you do like try and push it a little bit more and then, okay, yeah, you do make those quicker improvements, but there's also, you I, run the, there's a fine line between that and injury. And then if you do yeah. cross the line into injury and then it really does slow everything down. <laughs> yeah, like everyone yeah. else will I start think- to pull away and I'd much rather just be like the steady you know stupid analogy steady tortoise yeah. you know just yeah. keep moving in the right direction and, yeah. and and be able to train like I'm not for me I'm not so fast about being super super competitive no. I'd much rather be have pain free and still yeah. like be, yeah. as, you know obviously we've got the goal is like today you know like trying to get that 120 snatch and stuff like that mm-hmm. but well, it's kilos, that pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, at least it's moving in the right direction than us like just snatching all the time and me like having the shoulder, yeah. you know, like, tweaks, I think yeah. as well, and, and, like yeah, before, like <laughs> uh, before I got injured, I think I kind of thought I'm not going to get injured. Like yeah, I just yeah. thought like, oh, why are those people spending t- so yeah. much time warming up? Like, oh, why do they? Yeah. Why are they doing all those stupid like accessory exercises? That looks really, after, that yeah. looks really boring. <laughs> Especially because I'm so young as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I'm not old. Yeah. I don't need to spend so long yeah. warming up like the old people. Because no, <laughs> I, I was like 20. Do you know what I mean? And everyone else, you and guys like, over yeah. 25. Yeah, like, no, I was, I they were like, like 30, and I was like, yeah, I was exactly the same. And they were now. I've got a whole different perspective on the whole thing. Yeah, like after. So I was in the military for. Um, until like a year ago and yeah so I was in the Royal Marines and like a lot of that was kind of like oh I didn't have any major injuries through there and I was kind of like I kind of felt indestructible you just like that yeah I was like did that um, and yeah it was kind of like yeah if I can do that I'll be fine I can just keep throwing myself in the deep end and I'll, I'll be alright and I never did get any injuries through CrossFit even following that kind of stuff but then obviously since having the snowboard accident and it was kind of like oh no wait a minute like I really need to you know like I need to <laughs> Yeah. Like, different yeah, different approach because yeah. I can't. I now just can't just like go jump straight in now. Like I will spend a bit more time warming the hip arm. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just aware. That, yeah, that that's uh, yeah, that's going and, on. Oh, I, I just I think that like a big thing that that we didn't mention either is like the mental aspect as well, which which Grace did men- mention uh, a bit that like just like going hard, really high intensity every day. There's like a mental toll it takes on you, especially like all of a sudden you're, you're like, I'm giving it my all, but like, I'm not fully recovered. And you're like, I'm not doing as well, you know, compared to other people and stuff. And you start like getting down on yourself. And I think in any sport, you need to be able to, um, kind of like have a good mental space where you're like balancing competing with training. So, and doing a lot of what it's like, you're always competing. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, Having someone like Kyle exactly. that I can text all the time yeah, and like bounce things yeah, off yeah, of, and he, and he manages so like even if 
you know, if there's some days like, for example, that I just do team training, I'm not doing something that, that Kyle programmed for me, I still send him everything that I did. And he's able to oversee and manage the volume and, you know, um, discuss with me, okay, like you did like a lot of pull ups. So probably next week, we might do this or, or mm-hmm. things like that, where even if I was programming, programming for myself, and you know, thinking that I'm balancing things, I don't have like that big picture. And I'm not like overlooking like, oh, am I doing too much of this and this, you know, and yeah, and am I really building everything? So for sure. yeah. well, I was, I was gonna say, like, even from, so you have like the mental part of going high intensity all the time, but also just like, from a performance aspect, you're not actually getting better if you're not able to like, like, that's not overload. If you're just Overload every week, yeah, yeah. every day, yeah, like, yeah, like, like there are scientific principles. You go, yeah, you can go hard, but then <laughs> if those next sessions are like, I'm going as hard as I can, but that's still like 50 percent because you're so beaten down. Yeah. Like you're not actually getting better. Yeah, yeah. and we we've spoken in the past about how, you know, if you are like a stay at home mom or you have a nine to five job where you might have to use your body, it might be a physically demanding job, but you just can't afford to risk injury just by piling on more work at the gym yeah. it should be a place that makes you feel better yeah feels like or make you feel like you can do more over time but you know now we're hearing from athletes who aspire to accomplish high things in the crossfit realm that mm-hmm. the same thing applies to them because if yeah. if you're out of the sport or mm-hmm. and you're on the sideline you just you can't improve no. um so sometimes it does require uh, kind of like a uh, a wake up call or reevaluation of really how far like down the hole did I go? And sometimes it's really not that hard to come back out. It just might require a big perspective shift, yeah. uh, even if that means at the beginning what could potentially be a tremendous reduction in volume. To know that you can gain momentum as you go, and that it can get harder as you go. Uh, you can climb back up. So, you know, I think we've heard from so many competitive CrossFitters that they felt burnt out mentally and physically. I think I would recommend to them if they're not seeking out a coach or maybe they don't have, uh, uh, they're not in a position to to hire a coach to perhaps just take a step back, Mm -hmm. try to gain some momentum and ease back in as it feels energizing and comfortable to do so and just try to steadily do more yeah. i really like the analogy yeah. of like when you see people um like i don't know oh i had a had a week off and they came back and just pr'd my my lips or something <laughs> yeah. like that and then i always it just always think, happens yeah like you hear that all the time <laughs> don't you and it's kind of like yeah because you know you're a bit more covered now you just had a week off to kind yeah. of just like yeah recover like if you'd yeah. just been still doing those wads all the time that wouldn't have happened yeah, and, and it's that same kind of idea, but just on a bigger scale. Yeah. And, and I think from a like a programming aspect, it's hard with CrossFit to see that performance maybe decreasing across weeks because it changes so often. Yeah. Or like in strength training, it would be like a five by ten. Oh, well, I can't hit the same weight I hit last week. Yeah. Mm. I'm probably not recovered like something. Yeah, it's hard to um, notice. Yeah, but CrossFit, it's like well, it's always different. So it's like no, I'm just, it's, I'm just yeah. not pushing yeah. hard enough. Like, I'm being I'm being a wuss. Exactly. You know? yeah. That's also yeah. the whole thing with CrossFit is because there's so many plates to spin. You know, there's so yeah. much you are going trying to get better. At you're trying to get yeah. good at so much, and you don't want to neglect everything because you think yeah. all right, you got the gymnastics, yeah. you got the strength, you got the sometimes it is good to have someone like you said to take a step back because you have. I know that I used to come away from, if I did a competition, I used to come away, I used to look at the workouts I did bad at. So say I did a work, bad at a workout with pull-ups in it, and I did a bad... pull-ups <laughs> next week, yeah. I would do an oh, e-mom yeah. of pull-ups every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every yeah, day so. until I'm good at pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> just, 
keep <laughs> doing that. Obviously, now that's yeah. a ridiculous idea, but yeah. at the time it seemed, and you're so often told that in CrossFit, work your weaknesses. Yeah. Um, like it's your mind will give up before your body. Yeah. Uh, you just have to like train more, <laughs> push harder. Yeah. And there's a time and a place, but yeah, sometimes it for might, the sustainability, it might not is, be the pull-ups. It, like your pull-ups yeah, might be fine. Yeah. That's like that you, you you just couldn't breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. like, and that's what it's like. Really hard to do chest of bar when you're you know, breathing yeah. out your ass. It's well, really hard. Another thing I was gonna say is that you know sometimes like uh, something specific, like say butterfly pull-ups. Like, mm. It may not be that you need to do more butterfly pull-ups, but maybe you need to do more of like some of that like accessory bodybuilding type training just yeah. to get a stronger back or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or it could be you just need to like yeah, learn so to breathe a bit better. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. Do more like endurance stuff. So yeah. you, you just, you know, you, you can just handle like working at a higher heart rate as, yeah. a, as opposed to just being like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I know one thing I wanted to ask you guys was since all, all being through injury and we were talking a little about mental before is like any kind of like recommendations you would give to people of if they are currently injured, like, how to approach it, how to maybe like think about it in terms of like, okay, like this is yeah. where I am now, but I know that like down the road. Oh, yeah, like, okay, so, I'm sure it was mentally challenging for yeah. all of you guys as athletes. Yeah, well, so for me, like what I say to people that are injured is that I've definitely come out a better person for it. Like if you can see the bright side of it, you will come out a better person, I think, on yeah. the other side because you can, you can train other things, you can be stronger for it because – that injury, like when you're injured, it, it is, especially if you tie so much of your life around mm-hmm. fitness or whatever it is, like that's you, it's almost your identity is mm-hmm. like part of that thing. And if you can't then do it, it's, you know. That, Forces that's, you that's, to grow as a person. Yeah, right? yeah, so. it really does. And if you can kind of recognize that and just be a little bit like, um, you know, get stronger for it and concentrate on other areas of your life. And like even for me, like it was coaching. Like it was more so like look more into the coaching side of things and 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 force me into like whereas before I wouldn't have been so bothered about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wouldn't have tried to learn as much and like push that side of things. I would have just kind of just like carried on with more like competitive fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like yeah, concentrate a bit more on that kind of stuff and and yeah, and that's kind of changed for me. Yeah. And also yeah. being able to get good at other things. Like I said, yeah, it's my hip, but then my strict yeah. press, or, you know, you can work on other things like gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And, and that like is that a good strength. thing about CrossFit, is that yeah, exactly. yeah. because there's so many yeah. things to work on, you can be get, get yeah. better at something. Yeah. It's not like you need a clean injury. Which is what, no. which is what made, made it so hard for me when I had a knee injury and all I was doing was weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Yeah. it's actually very hard to get better at weightlifting <laughs> yeah. before yeah. Yeah. when your knees hurt. <laughs> Whereas CrossFit, you can still get better at a lot of things. Yeah, and that was part of the thing that kind of, almost was putting me off weightlifting with, with the injury because basically if, if your snatch isn't getting better and your clean jack's not better, then you're not getting better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whereas CrossFit, you can still get fitter, you can be doing loads of other stuff. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, for me with the injury, like like I said, in total, thinking about it now, probably two and a half years of on and off knee pain, it didn't have to be two and a half years. Yeah. With the injury that I had, that it, it really didn't have to be. If I had have been willing... To take a few steps back yeah, six months of just six months down the line right i mean with some things that were happening during that time it was a very hard time to do that but i probably would be in a better place now but obviously it took me a while to yeah. kind of figure that out and it's yeah. really hard to see that but if you don't have someone to like, it's help very you hard to see it when you're in it you or, or, yeah. you're in, in, in the mixer like you don't think about that you're like no no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah or to, to think that it's normal yeah yeah to, to think that i think that that this is par for the course and that this is like what it takes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, is kind of slowly what we're trying with our yeah. with our athletes that come to us, and what we with what we try to educate people with is that this mentality, the suck it up mentality, the like you know your mind will quit before the body 
is so uh, it's just so wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's and what we talk about itself, the, right? um, Yeah, like you were saying about it being normal. Like when I was training with the, the girls in the team, weightlifting. Everyone's got knee pain. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got back pain. <laughs> Everyone's taking paracetamol and ibuprofen and aspirin and Tiger Balm and DP. Yeah, it's uncommon if you're not. Everyone's yeah, smashing before, before, like before every, seven mil before every session. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, you know. So, yeah. But that's not, that, that doesn't have to that's be. That's normal. It's almost, it was almost an achievement if you did a session without taking painkillers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, same story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's the same with It, exactly. shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't it be. Doesn't have to be like that, no. It should be normal to be able to do a session pain free. Yeah, be able to do an air squat without being like. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're putting on knee sleeves to, the air squat. to warm especially up, at the age that we're yeah, at. yeah, like, exactly. and you're 20 years old, old. you're oh, like, yeah. 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 Right. I do appreciate there is a certain price to pay if you want to be competitive. Uh, yeah, that's uh-huh. cool. like I recognize that. I'm not going to sit there yeah. and say like, you know, no, exactly. it will be absolutely Nothing fine. Will ever hurt. But there, again, there is like, there's a scale. There's like, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, it's hard to differentiate on that scale, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think from coming in a snowboard background, I was like, oh, these injuries are way worse than any of like those nagging aches I'm getting with CrossFit. So I'm just like, eh, like, gotta suck it up, gotta suck it up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a baby. Like, yeah. I haven't fallen on my head yet. Yeah. This yeah. Week, so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, all is good. Like, exactly. what can I complain it's, about? It's right? exactly the same with the military, like Marines. It's like people are a bit older and they, they it's just like, oh, yeah, everyone's knees hurt from just like all the, you know, like yeah. you're walking how many miles with weight and stuff yeah. like that it's kind of everyone just like oh it just accepts the fact that right you're just gonna be your knees are gonna yeah. hurt yeah yeah, yeah your and, hips are gonna hurt and, and you might have a day or, or a week or even a month where training is not super hot and oh, yeah. life stressors work whatever um but as these guys are saying there's so many different things that you can work on so that it's important to you know it could be challenging if you're in a group setting or on a team but you do have to Start working those other areas and make sure that when you reintroduce the type of exercises or ranges of motion or planes of motion that had elicited pain originally, that you don't go zero to 100, that you don't check yeah. in on the PB, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, allow for, uh, you allow for that momentum. You might cut volume and intensity in half, yeah. but rather err on the conservative side, know that it will get better. I just think we're very quick to mask things with... Um, different like rehab modalities and tools and accessory exercises versus just lowering the weight, lowering the reps and being, being patient and that it will get better. It just takes time. Like for me, it took, it took over a year, you know, to do that and to have you as a, you know, coach to like, kind of like be like, all right, it's taken, it took a year to, to get to where I wanted to be. And and I think another thing is like even six months to a year is really not that long. But yeah, but like you, it feels like it's time. Two years being hurt. But you could yeah, have spent half. Yeah. I could have spent six months. Longer. I could have spent yeah. basically no time being half. Yeah. And you, but also the hard part is when you see it on Instagram, like we the, were looking at oh, girls God, on Instagram yeah. the other day, it was like, oh, um, like oh, just like having bad back pain, like whatever it was. Like she was And then the next week, like, like next week, like going PB for, spot. Yeah, PB spot. Oh, and it's like, like what? what the hell? And you and you see that and you especially um, if you're in that kind of world, you see One thing else, I was just gonna say like, oh, as well is that I've had a few different coaches through like my kind of time in CrossFit weightlifting. And one thing that I found is um, a lot of the coaches kind of had, they had somewhere they wanted me to be and they wanted me to be there relatively quickly, as soon as Mm. possible. And because I was kind of going to benefit them and it was going to benefit me and it's what I wanted as well. But because of that, I would always downplay the pain. Mm -hmm. I would always downplay the pain. And then, so kind of not only their fault if if I wasn't telling them that I was in pain or 
and then they were programming more squats like that's on that's on me yeah. and I think now if anything I outplay the pain because <laughs> I, I feel but, but I feel like the smallest niggle and I'm like no I'm not yeah. like I don't, don't want to be there I don't want to be in pain yeah, again yeah. I'll just leave that today yeah. I'll deal with that another day yeah, yeah. um you said the word <laughs> what opposite week <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I think when you know when you when you uh, started um, and knowing well, knowing like right off the bat that it was like, there was no expectation for like the the athlete we wanted. You yeah, know, it's like it's your plan, it's your goals, um, and to know also that when you progress back into things, it because of where you'd come from with. Like it had to be high intensity or more is more that you might have not wanted to say if you had needed a break or um, maybe communicate about um, a day where it might have not have gone so well. We've progressed to a point where you, know, you had, I, I had, we had been taking the time to build momentum where it might have felt easy in the beginning, but yeah. like about a month ago, you had all these PBs yeah. and you had reached out to me. You said, I need. Uh, I was like, I, I need the deload. Why am I going like triple never, overload? Grace would have never said that to start off with. Yeah, oh, no. but, but and then, but so so, how important is it to be able to feel comfortable and honest and communicate with your coach, saying, no. "This is what's going on. You know, we've we've done these great things. I need some time back. That's not stalling. That's not. It's yeah. just, you just yeah. you adjust and 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 you evolve. Um, and that's really great, especially knowing that you had had such a mentality to push, 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 yeah. that you can see the picture of this is not a bad thing. It's not a yeah, sign yeah. of weakness, but it's just a it's, sign It's of, better long term. Better long term. Yeah. It's going to take, let my body recover fully yeah. and then get back into it. Get and, more and even you being here now, having come, and I, I know it's been, you know, not easy, but to come feeling sick, but no, okay, like we're ease into things yeah. here for two weeks and, and just yeah. okay. progress. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was going to, I think, I think I've heard someone say this before, but how Grace was saying more is more. And then people often say, no, less is more. And it's more like, no, it's what's right for you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, to follow what Grace was saying, it was like, for example, if I would be like, Hey, like not to you, but like, I don't know, to any, anyone else or, or their coaches or things like that, I'd be like, Hey, like I want to try to like just squeak in to regionals this year. Like, and they'd be like, Hey, like we're going to go like do this. Wad, 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 wad. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like, you just squeak in, you come last place and you're like hurt. And you're like, this sucks. Right. Like, how am I going to do this? You know, yeah. versus if I say in two years from now, I want to do well at regionals, like training on a day-to-day basis is going to look totally different. Really, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's, and that's how my mentality has shifted. It's like, no, next year I want to be this. Next yeah. year, you know, and you see the people who are like, Oh my God, in six months I made the games. How did they do this? Yeah. Like this. And you're like, I need to be like that too. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not like, I want it all right now. Well, yeah. But so often you happens need to like, 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 yeah, what often happens like, like that is the people who do do that has spent, they've done something for years. that's built like a huge base that has helped. Like yeah, has a yeah. lot of people who that. get to the game. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. I, like people bring up yeah. Carrie Pierce. So I'm not saying it just like, yeah. you can. She spent years, I think she was a gymnast and then she was a powerlifter and a bodybuilder. And and then uh, her weakness was definitely the Olympic uh, weightlifting because I don't think she had done that before. No, I but, think she had, but she hadn't. Like she, she literally just did all conditioning before the. Yeah, and similar to Frazier as well. Like he, the reason he did so well so fast is because he came into CrossFit with a 500 pound squat. Mm-hmm. So like he just did all only conditioning for like any. And I think he had some gymnastics because his parents were both uh, Olympic figure skaters, right? 
He probably had some sort of like, I don't know if he took like tumbling when he was younger, but I would be surprised if he didn't have some sort of like. Did you see CrossFit Games posted? Yeah. He did like the, yeah, the tumbling with like flips. And, yeah, like, yeah, I'm but, sure he had done that as a kid. He's athletic. Yeah, he didn't and I feel like he let them all speak. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was definitely like, he had, like people who do do that, it's all, you know, you have the bell curve, right? And there's going to be the ones who are. In that little, like, tiny percent of the bell curve, who, who can do that? But the majority are going to be this, like, huge right. area. Yeah. 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 So, you're not always going to be, like, where people want you to be. But if you, like, commit to the long term term game, you're mm. going to have more sustainable progress. And eventually, you'll get there. When you get there, it's going to be way better. And you can, like, keep progressing from there. Right. Yeah. It's not like, oh, like, peak, I make regionals, barely make it. And then, like, that's it. I have to stop. Or mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. you, know, you can keep in, you know, not everything is the same for everyone. Right. Like, some people, you know, maybe they do get there that way and they can keep going and somehow but like yeah. you you have to know that individually for you like there could be another way that works better yeah. specifically for you and, 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 mm. yeah. and i think like a, such a big uh, takeaway is whether you're listening and you're a coach or an athlete or someone sig- like a significant other or someone who whom you might be seeing some of these trends in is that to, to be able to kind of like wave the flag before things get too crazy and lead to burnout can be it can like change someone's life yeah mm-hmm. you know because like we've said you you shouldn't be in in residual pain when you're training no matter what the goal yeah. is it's just that doesn't have to no, it's not good to wake case. up in the morning and be like oh my back hurts i yeah. can't like lift up the toilet seat and stuff like that like, <laughs> yeah that's, no that's not right like maybe if you're like <laughs> at the crossfit games yeah and yeah, you have like, two more days to go it's oh, that yeah, yeah you're gonna feel like but but in, in this long term, to, to be able to have a coach or a significant other or someone else, because we, we talk about how for those who care about training, our, our lives are kind of intertwined and all, and our minds are going to go where the body goes. So if life isn't that great, it affects training and vice versa. So that really you don't have to go multiple, multiple years running up against the same obstacles. Mm-hmm. You can pause, reevaluate, uh, get the help you need without having to walk away from training. So when we started with these guys, they didn't leave the gym. They were in the gym training. It might have looked different, but you keep them moving. You make sure that things don't increase in pain. And you remind them that over time, this this certainly will get better. It won't get better, though, if the training doesn't change. Yeah. So you can do all the different mm-hmm. accessory exercises in the world that might actually add more volume that becomes harder to recover from but if the foundation of the training doesn't look yeah. any different you're just going to be crashing into that yeah, very you're still jumping in with crossfit classes but but you're doing some accessory work but you're doing crossfit class it just doesn't yeah. know how it works yeah right. so yeah and, and the more that we work with athletes the more we realize the importance of just stripping it down to reduce volume intensities and building up as the individual feels comfortable. Uh, it sounds too good to be true, as we've mentioned, but it, it really does uh, allow for um, the athlete to build confidence and trust in a yeah, program work for us, and, so. and get better over time. Um, so I think that about yeah. wraps it up. Uh, we'll list in the show notes where you can follow uh, these guys for sure. Um, Definitely follow yeah <laughs> but um natalie grace and harrison thank you guys for your time and uh, you'll yeah if you follow us on any of the social media outlets you'll continue to see them in their trainings uh, while they're here and after uh, especially with the open coming up 
Uh, so thanks for listening, guys, and have a great week.